Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for your love and your goodness and faithfulness and for today, a new day, Lord. And Holy Spirit, as we come into the last Hebrew alphabet, I ask that I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. And the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, today we go to the last letter of the Hebrew alphabets, which is the 22nd letter, and it's the letter Taf. Tough, not tough. <laughs> okay. Tough, you can see the letter. It's the 22nd letter of the Hebrew Aleph Bet. It has the numerical value of 400. So you have early Hebrew, ancient Hebrew, and the modern one. So what we have today is the modern or paleo Hebrew. So that is the shape of the letter at the bottom. Okay, so early Hebrew, it does look like a, a cross or a mark. Okay, so here you can see Taf's ancient Hebrew is a mark. The mark that looks like a cross or, a, or an X that marks the spot. The pictograph of that mark symbolizes ownership, seal, covenant, and to join two things together or make a sign. So covenant is two parties, right? So joining two things or to make a sign. So remember, tav, mark, seal, covenant, or a sign. So tav is like a picture of uh, two cross sticks. The sticks which were placed to show a person they have arrived at a special place. The sticks were used as a reminder of an agreement between two people. So that is the, the meaning of the word uh, tav. Okay? Two sticks together to mark a certain spot that they were supposed to go, two people to go to meet, and then that is the mark there. Okay? Keep this in mind. So as we go through, then you understand the uh, revelation of the alphabet tab. Okay? A little bit again. So also like a covenant, a scroll, right? Remember, it's between two parties, like a covenant, a seal, meaning a mark pertains to sealing something or signing something like a contract or covenant with another person. Yeah, it can also be from tava, meaning mark boundaries and borders. Okay. So Allah bet the whole uh, 22 alphabets. Today will be the last one. We have the letter Tav. Okay, so some of you will be teaching 10 minutes from one of these letters here next week. Okay, or all of you. All right. <clears throat> okay. Tav is the 22nd letter, the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet and relates to the menorah, which has 22 almond blossoms. So some of the things I'll just read through. Okay. Uh, the almond represents the eye and and represents an eye that the menorah has many eyes or watchmen that watches and keep guard with its light. This one is in the tabernacle. Tav is spelled Tav Vav. Okay, so the word Tav has the alphabet Tav and the letter Vav there. Ah, the letter that uh, Rebecca is taking, right? 
That means mark, sign, and signature. Tafwa, very connected one. And upholds the light of the shin and everything it stands for. So the shin, remember, is fire. Fire has light inside. Okay? Taf represents the synthesis of our life or your life. Also, it has meaning of life and it can also have the meaning of death. Taf concludes the Aleph bet, and to understand this letter, you have to understand all the other letters first. That is so true, right? That's why we go through. So if a person just learned the letter Taf, they may not fully understand. Right, we need to go through all because Hebrew alphabets have story. All right, God meant every letter to follow each letter that has a story that follow proceeds from one letter to another, which is the whole plan of redemption and who God is. So that's why the blazing jewels are doing a story from uh six or maybe seven letters. If you see how okay, so we need to know. All, all right to go through all. Um, Taf is constructed combining the letters Dalet and Nun. Okay, so the word Taf has got Taf and Bab, but Taf, the the letter itself. So you can see there, right? This this letter Taf, or you can see it here at the side, <coughs> the blue and the green. So what is it made up of? The letter, the alphabet is made up of a Dalet and the Nun. Okay. So it also means fruitfulness, seed. All right. Remember, Nun is a spiritual seed. All right. The seed. And also means fruitfulness because a seed, when they grow, there will be fruits. And also, it is includes uh, is the word Dan. Dan is the one of the tribes, okay, of the 12 tribes of Israel which means judgment. So, with, which relates to an entry point <clears throat> or final gate. So, remember, uh, we learned a lot of the letters, the Hebrew alphabets are like gates, doorways. The first one is Dale, Jesus, the door, to enter from the physical into the spiritual. Then you have Samor, Pet, and then you have uh, Kul, right? The doorway into another level in the spiritual realm of maturity. Okay, so... A lot of the letters are all doorways. Each one bringing you higher and higher up, just like Jacob's ladder. All right? The Lamet and the Ku. Okay? So, remember, Taf has a meaning also of life and death, which is, that's why it has the letter, the word Dan inside, which is judgment. All right? There will be a judgment at the end of time, okay, where either one goes to hell or to heaven, eternal life or eternal death, okay? So, entry point or the final gate is the end one. So, also remember that all the 12 or 22 alphabets doesn't mean it ends at top and then finish. Then, you see, God works in cycles, all right? In times and seasons. So, finish top, we'll start all over again. Aleph, okay? So, God is, is a cycle. Every, when you have a gate, that means at the end of everything, you go in, it's the beginning of something else. Understand? So, tap doesn't mean finish. Finish already, it is the entry point to something new, to a new beginning again. And then the cycle starts. So, the sign, the final tap 
is found in the book of Revelation. So we'll go through it uh, afterwards. The sign, the mark and seal of Yahweh's name. So there are in Revelations, in the book of Revelations, there are two marks, two signs, two tough. One is Yahweh's name. Okay, I'll give you the scripture later. And on our foreheads, Revelations 22, 4. And the other one is also the mark of the beast. All right, on those who uh, refused to have Jesus. In Ezekiel 9.4, it mentioned that those who are truly repented and mourned over the abominations done in their midst receive a mark on their foreheads. So that is the for those who belong to Antichrist. Okay, <clears throat> This gives us an indication of what is required to receive Yahweh's mark, repentance and set apart. So we already know right? it's through Christ we repent of our sin, that means we turn away from our sins and from the thinking of our own self, having able to make it on, on our own, but to depend on Jesus, that's repentance. And then the kuf, all right, be made righteous, the zadi and the kuf, Jesus, accepting Jesus, the zadi, the righteousness of God, and the kuf, being set apart, all right, they all don't belong to ourselves anymore. When we repented, we have Yahweh's mark on our forehead. Today, the angels and the spiritual realm recognize you because you have a mark on your forehead, which is the taf, all right? Which is actually the cross, okay? Which is the name of Yahweh in Revelations 22:4, And we all have been set apart. So that's why we want to live our life for Jesus because we have been set apart for Him. So you have... Remember this tough, the doorway, Dalet, of Jesus, through Jesus, and then you have a new spiritual life, the noon, the seed that is have begun in you for you to live a spiritual life on this earth. Okay, the doorway or entry point. All right, so tough is an ancient picture of a type of a mark, probably of two sticks. Just now I explained that one. Cross to mark a place. Even like we, 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 we want to mark a place, we use a chalk, right? And then we put a cross there. This is the mark. This is the destination, all right? To run a race or whoever, whatever. They all must reach this point. You cross it. Two sticks to mark a place, similar to the picture of two cross sticks, okay? The symbol of the cross is a universal symbol found in other cultures like Sumerians and Egyptians. The picture of the tar or the cross symbol is used in Christianity today. It's not necessarily a pagan symbol. It's the same symbol that was formed by the tribes of Israel as they traveled through the wilderness, making a giant tar visible from an aerial view. So when the, the children of Israel right, were going through the wilderness, that's how they actually aligned themselves. All right? If they look from the sky that don't have aeroplane yet, right? but that is how they were told to organize themselves, all right? And it came like a tough or a cross. Tough represents the number 400, four, which has to do with the work of Messiah and the symbol of Yahshua or Aleph hanging on the cross. Tough representing Aleph tough. okay? So tough is two cross. So it begins Aleph as God, 
and Jesus at the ends at Jesus on the cross. I left God, the beginning, who created the whole universe, created man, everything, and then the finished work at the cross. So that's why Jesus said, I'm the Aleph and the Tau, the beginning and the end, and marked by the cross. The number four also relates to the work of Messiah as well as the fourth day of creation, the creation of time and the interaction of Yahweh with man through the medium of time and Sabbath and festivals are marked signs and seals. So God works in festivals, appointed times. Remember, okay? The wheel within the wheel, but for mankind to have this appointment with God, all right, where he will come at a certain time to meet with man, all right? Even in the Garden of Eden, God came in the cool of the evening, all right, to meet with Adam and fellowship with him. So, but to, then after that, after Adam's sin, God instituted all the different times. That's why, and the feasts are all times. You have the feast of the Passover, the feast of Pentecost, all right, and, and so forth, tabernacles, feast of trumpets. So all are appointed times. So whenever we have a feast, as what God spoke to us, right, it's an appointed time where he will manifest and has something to tell us. Very important, okay? But today, then you have the Sabbath. The Sabbath is the, for us, it's Sunday. For the Jews, it's a Saturday in our calendar. It's an appointed time because every day they have to work. But they must God put a time that, okay, there is a rest day. Nobody works, but everyone come to into the synagogue, into the temple to honor the Lord, all right, to worship him and to give to him all that he has been giving to us throughout the whole week. Yeah? So these are appointed times and seasons okay, that God meets with man. All right? But today, he not only meets with us corporately, but he also lives inside us so that we can meet with him all the time. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Daily. All right? All the time. And then the corporate one is when everybody come together for a meaning like the Passover, we remember Jesus dying for us. All right, that we have already passed over from sin, from Egypt, from the world to new life, to the promised land. We have already passed over. Sin no longer is our master, but Jesus is. Sin no longer conquer us because Jesus has conquered us. So that feast reminds us of what Jesus has done. Also, in the feast of Pentecost, what do you remember? The Holy Spirit come, all right? Baptizing with fire in the first church. And today, every time we think of Pentecost, right? Remember that we have been filled with the Holy Spirit. We have been baptized with fire, all right? Our lives are no more the same as before. Today, we have the fire of God inside us. And they, it came, Holy Spirit came at a certain time, right? When the day of Pentecost was fully come. That was when the Holy Spirit was poured out. Okay, so <clears throat> all the festivals, right? Okay, so you, you can see here uh, a little bit the whole Aleph to Ta, okay? The birth and Ta also means death, right? Because Jesus died on the cross. Which also signifies for us a death to our 
former self to the old man because when Jesus died, we died with him. So it's not, oh, okay, Jesus died already, then he rose again. But what is that to you? That is wonderful news for us because Jesus died as our sin substitute. All of us are dead. The old person is dead. Okay, so that's why the water baptism resembling or of our uh, death and burial and resurrection. So if we don't realize we our old man has died, then every day we will be living by the dictates of the old man. All right, that means your old man, your old nature, your old self will tell you what to do. The old self will be making decisions for, uh, for, uh, for how many years? 30, 40, 50 years of your life. So if we don't realize this old man, <laughs> this old man or old woman, okay, which is a spirit, old spirit one, has died. So we have, have no more relationship with your old man. He has no more telling you what to do, where to go. But you have a new person, all right, the new spirit man, right, that is led by the spirit and by from the word of God that tells us and guides us in our direction in life, okay? So first start with birth, okay, Aleph, there, signify, okay, these are some thoughts from this rabbi, which I find it very interesting, okay, so different rabbis have different, a little bit of different revelation, but the main thing is of the letters are all the same, all right, but the revelations, each one have a little bit different, and I think it's fine, right, so Aleph, okay, which is the beginning, all right, of our, our birth, marriage because of God came down, all right, so all the way until uh, all these are Sabbath days, okay, different letters, see, they are, I won't go into detail, otherwise it would take the whole uh, session, okay, then you have until uh, had the new beginning, all right, as a, a Sabbath, okay, it's, uh, in the Jewish one, is a, a Sabbath day, half moon, then you have uh, another time or season until the Ayin, the full moon, which is the feast of the Sukkot, okay, then the last one from Ayin onwards or pay until half. Okay, the sun, the moon plays a part in these cycles. All right, when God created in the Garden of Eden, times and seasons, summer and uh, summer and uh, winter, right? Seed time and harvest, day and night shall not cease. Okay, so God works within cycles. The sun, the moon plays a part where man in these cycles, where man has to observe using the ayin in order to know what time Yahweh's appointments are. So the ayin is the spiritual eyesight, the spiritual insight, okay, into the times and seasons of God. So what time in the time of God are we living in? <laughs> Last days, is it? End time. Huh? End time. End times, yes. Yeah, even in the last days. So today, not many Christ believers can see that. They are still living as if you know, we're going to live forever here like that, okay? But, and and doing the things that are have no eternal value. But if we have the ayin, all right, the spiritual insight, you know, this is the last generation. We are living in the end times before second coming. And we are so blessed to be living in this time, okay? So don't live like the hidden live or as if the Lord won't be coming or, you know, we'll be here forever. 
scale. So Aleph depicts Rosh. So uh, where is it now? Overlaying the Aleph back with this cycle, starting with the first feast, Passover, provide insights in relation to specific letters. Aleph depicts Rosh Kodesh, Rash, Rash Kodesh, the birth of the new moon. So also they are starting of new moon, right? The, actually, every new year for every culture, also look at the moon one, all right? Whether it's the Chinese or the, uh, the Muslims, or they all look at the moon. Okay, because that's how God set time with the two hands. So this revelation is also quite interesting, right? Where you have the letter Aleph, okay? It's like there are two youths, two youths there. The youth holding the new baby. Vav also has the meaning of man. Vav is the numerical value of six, which is the number of men. So it's like God holding man, all right? The new baby, two hands so we are very safe and secure right god is holding on to each one of us jesus said it himself right that none of us will slip from his hand so why do we keep on worrying okay that's why all these letters should bring us to a revelation god is real all right if anyone still don't believe that god is real the study of the letters should bring them to realize God is real. He is ruling and reigning in this universe. Okay. The two hands holding the new baby. All right. The valve. And then going into a dark womb repre represented by the tap. Yeah. Go all towards. But actually, it's our Lord Jesus. First, you can see God himself. And then he go through all the process in this world up to the cross. He died on the cross. But we too, because of Christ, we too go through him. Because in Christ, we live, we move, and have our being. In Jesus, we die. In Jesus, we bury. In Jesus, we rose again. So the whole process from Aleph to Taf should be a process of our lives. Understand? Yeah? That we also go through all this. If we have not gone through, then, you know, which, which letter are you at? Okay? So many are not have, didn't reach the, the, remember, the last level where they are serving, they realize they belong to God and they're serving the Lord. So it is not just that, okay, I, uh, nothing to do, so I serve the Lord. But it's realizing, okay, from Aleph until uh, Ayin or towards the latter part, that we have been set apart. We have been made righteous. We belong to Him. Therefore, that's the only thing, logical thing to do is to serve our Master, the one you belong to, seeing from the revelations from Aleph who is the source, all right? The strength, the ox of all things, of this whole universe. And Gimel, how Jesus came, all right? To give to us a new life, to give us new birth and so forth, okay? So first is the experience of God throughout. Can you see God inside every letter? Okay, as we go through with all the letters, remember, we always see God first. See God inside and then you see yourself inside because we are all, in Christ today. The, the best is at the end to realize our old man died because many are still living on this earth where the old man or the old self, the works of the flesh is dominating the person, all right, which is the five senses and your self-will. I want to do this. I can't help it. This is, this is me, 
All right, that person died already. The rebellious, the stubborn person. Right? Remember, Ezekiel says what? God took his hand. Yeah, it's like the two youths, right? Put into our heart. Remove the old heart, the stubborn heart. Pull out. So all of you cannot say, I'm still stubborn. No, you have the, that means you are talking about the dead person, the dead heart, the one that God took out. Okay, it's because of no renewal of the mind, the heart not filled with the word of God. So that old person is still ruling you. Okay, but if you have the scripture and you know the teaching or, or rather what God speak and what God said is, I have taken the old heart, the old stubborn heart, the old rebellious heart, which is the old person, the old spirit and given you a new one. So how to live in this newness of life? This new is to follow the word that tells you, that educate you as to who you are now in Christ Jesus. You are no more your old person. And then as you grow and you move in this life, God's hand is holding you both sides. All right, the youth, the fiery hand of God. Okay. The words, some words that contain the letter Taf inside. Okay, one of the words is the word Torah. Okay, so Torah has Taf, Vav, Resh, and He. Okay, five letters inside. Taf, Vav, Resh, and He. So it starts with the letter Taf. Okay, so you can see Taf is the picture of the cross. Also means the seal or the covenant. So at the end of the whole journey in this life, what Jesus did for us, God, right? At the end, he died on the cross. It's a, the mark, the point, the seal of the covenant. That means it's stamped and sealed. Now, whoever believes and look at the cross and believe Jesus for eternity, forever, you are sealed, stamped, you know, chopped, marked already. You belong to him. Okay, so in this world today, you always see people use mark, right? You go to an event or what, they also chop on you, right? Before you, you have a tag there, alright? Before you can enter, right? you must have paid the price first for the event. <laughs> if you don't, then they will give you a tag, okay? And that means that you can go inside, you can go through the door, right? Ah, so tough is something like this. Jesus is the one who went through all right, the requirements of God for us to qualify to be able to enter the door into the eternal realm of God. And all of us have been the, the end at the cross. We were all who believe in him, marked and sealed, and we enter into that covenant and we can now enter into the new life. So Taf is also a doorway as well. All right, so you have all been marked. We will go further into that see that you really belong to Jesus. You must have the tag. <laughs> if not, cannot go in. Okay? Same as the world is using it. So now you understand. Okay? So, Vav is the nail, the pack, right? Remember, that connect you, that already tag you. Okay? So, Jesus tagged us. If we believe in him, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm crucified with the Lord. I was also nailed to the cross. That is the old person. May, may all of us see God, Holy Spirit, give us the revelation and the ayin and the insight, spiritual insight to see ourselves 
nailed to the cross, which is your old self. All right, all our old uh, flesh died that old temper, old behavior, whatever. Okay, and rash, Torah. Okay, remember, start with the Tav, and then you have the Vav connected to who? To the rash. Right, the connecting is the to the Jesus, the head. Okay, so first rash is Jesus as the head of, of everyone. Then remember, it's always Jesus, God first, and then we see that apply to us. Okay, so the the rash, the highest person. So like uh, Rebecca's name has the letter rash inside. Ruth's name also has the letter rash inside. Okay, where Jesus is now your head, all right? The head of your life, okay? Your head means your master, the one who sends all the signal, right? Remember the, the fire in the head, the brain, the rash? Ah, the rash is your brain physically got created all this as a, you know, to in line with the spiritual. So the brain sends the signal. If the brain is not working, that's why your body is paralyzed. Because no signal from the brain. So if we don't have uh, Jesus or we are not acknowledge him as the head and he is the one who has full say in our life, then our body may go wrong direction. <laughs> okay? Or do the wrong things as in not the things that God wants us to do. Okay? So rash Jesus is the master, the, the highest person in our life, not our uh, uh, whoever family or, or son or, or husband or father or that yeah they, we respect them we love them but they don't have the final say all right Jesus has the final say in our lives okay so hey all right which is the spirit of God or the hands raised meaning to reveal or behold or what comes from Jesus okay so the hey is the breath of God the spirit of God we come from the Holy Spirit Actually, here you can see uh, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the word Torah, all inside here. Okay, then he comes and you can translate it in one in a few sentences. Behold, see the man who secures the covenant. Okay, so that's why Christianity is not about uh, rules and regulations or how to be a better person. Okay. It's about seeing the man who secure the covenant. What comes from the man nailed to the cross? All right? It's all about Jesus. That's what it means all about Jesus. So we not only sing hear the song, uh, it's all about Jesus and then we live our life our own. <laughs> okay? What it really means is that when we have the Torah, okay, which is, starts with the covenant, when we understand the covenant that God made, with man through Jesus dying on the cross, then we can see ah, what our whole life is based on this covenant. Without this covenant, our life is not secure. You, right? If you don't pack nicely the nail, a picture to the wall properly, bang it in, then the wind blow, the picture can fall off, right? The painting can drop off. So same with the lives. If we are not properly nailed to the covenant, Right, secured right, by the letter valve by Jesus, then our life on earth was like wishy washy. One time strong, one time weak. Sometimes the wind blow, 
someone say a few things and then, oh, okay, I don't serve God already. Okay, so can easily drop down from the, the wall, from our security. That's why we become double-minded. But when we realize the, the tough, okay, we are secure, we are nailed, right? From understanding the Torah, then our life will be one vision, okay? One heart, one mind, okay? In following the Lord and doing what he tells us. So it comes from the man nailed to the cross. Jesus didn't come down from the cross, right? He can, but he was nailed there for you and me to realize that all our sins have been nailed there. The devil no need to remind us of your sin, of our sin anymore, of our failures. Okay? But today, we only see Jesus. Alright? Which is the word. How he, what he says, what is the will of God in different aspects of living this heavenly life on this earth. Alright? The spiritual life. So this word, Taf starts a very important, uh, this letter Taf starts a very important word called Torah. Okay, Taf is the last letter of the Hebrew word. And then at the end, there's a Hebrew word called Amet, which means true. Okay, so Amet is uh, where Taf appears also, but it appears as the last letter. Amet is made up of the first, middle, and last letters of the Hebrew alphabet. It is spelled Aleph, Mem, and Tav. This is a very interesting letter, okay, which translated to English is the word truth, okay. In Hebrew, is Amet. Amet has three letters, Aleph, Mem, and Tav, okay. We will go a little bit more into that because this Torah and the truth is very important in our lives. When someone says from Aleph to Tav, they are describing something from beginning to the end. It is the Hebrew equivalent of English saying A, B, A to Z. All right, but this one has the meaning. That means beginning to the end. Okay, who has performed and done it, calling the generations from the beginning? Isaiah 41 says, I, the Lord, am the first, the Aleph, and the last, the Tav. Aleph refers to God, who was the first, okay? The first in everything. That's why in our lives, when we recognize God as first, we go to Him, what He wants to say first, before what we want to say or before what we want to do or anybody tell us what to do. Is it what God tells us? All right? If we acknowledge Him as Aleph. Mem refers to no other power because He's the King. Mem is also a river, speaks of the, uh, the waters and also meaning of Malak, right? Malak starts with the letter Mem, whereby he is the king. <clears throat> Taf refers to the Lord of all. He will be the last and he will never ultimately hand over the world to another. This is so beautiful. Whom do we serve? We serve a Lord who will never be uh, overturned. <laughs> okay? So in this world, one day this rise up, this uh, king, very powerful one, but someone can conquer the fellow. Right? Because no one is super powerful in this earth. But we have God, Aleph, and Jesus as the top, right? Where he is the first, and he is the last. He has already, is the victor. Nobody can beat him anymore. He's the first and the last. <laughs> covered both sides. The beginning and the end covered. Okay? Aleph, Mem, and Taf 
which is the word for amet or truth. It's the acrostic, meaning the, like a word puzzle or poem like that, for the phrase, God is eternal king. And the, in the infinite past, present, and future. Because he's Aleph and Kaf, the beginning and end, so it's infinity. Okay? So that is uh, God is our infinite God. Okay? Future, past, present, all is in him, in Jesus. I'm the Alpha or the Aleph. Alpha is Greek. Omega, the Kaf, the beginning and the end, says the Lord who is and was who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Okay? So when we have this revelation, there is no more fear of what? The future. Okay? Fear of what's going to happen because he is the end already. He knows our ending and he is the ending for our lives. So what is there to fear if the conqueror is the first and the last? He began everything and he will end. He's there at the end. Okay? who was and is and is to come, the Almighty. So just a few cap, uh, uh, interesting captions of Torah. Torah is a law of liberty. There's a verse there, Psalms 119, 44 to 45. So shall I keep your law continually forever and ever. I will walk at liberty, okay, uh, and seek your precepts. So there's a wrong understanding of law, which says that law brings bondage. Okay, Because here, for the Jews, when the Torah does not bring bondage, it says, when I keep your law, which is your Torah, okay, continually, I will walk at liberty. Liberty is freedom. See? So all the lies of the devil or half-lie that take us from God's word. Okay, but today we don't, of course, obey true uh, by force, okay, but because of grace. But we still follow. Grace makes us obedient to God from our heart. And we will see uh, today what Jesus had changed a little bit, what God gave to the Jews, because Jesus had not born yet, had not come yet, so that God gave them the Torah or the instructions for them to be able to live Liberty. What's liberty? All right, they are not sick if they follow the more uh, the the moral laws or the uh, what is the eating laws and all that. They won't be sick without Christ that time because they don't have Jesus. They look at the serpent; they are healed. Okay, so that is another meaning: the serpent, which is the tap. Right, but what happened? They will live freedom. They have freedom. The Jews, even without Jesus yet, because of the Torah. They just need to follow. If they, they follow the, the Torah, certain instructions, right, of don't have uh, all this sex with everyone, then they won't get all the sex uh, sicknesses that come from in all these, uh, right, things, practices. So God is, they actually have freedom. Okay? Then you are set apart, Jesus said, John 17, 17. Set them apart in your truth. Your word is true. So what is the truth? Just now, Ahmed, your righteousness is righteousness forever and your Torah is true. Psalms 119. So we've been going through Psalms 119, right? Torah is true. All right? God's Torah or instructions is the truth. 
Torah is the word that became flesh. Okay, Torah, you saw the letters there, right? To a tough, starts with a tough, a Hebrew word for instruction, designed to teach us the truth about God. Okay, man was blinded, lost, the candle, the light went off, and the Jews were called by God, and God gave them special instructions or uh, teachings that tell them who God is. That there is a God, all right, of this universe, teaching about God and about ourselves, and how do we relate to God. So all inside the Torah, okay? Torah means direction, we went through a bit earlier, teaching, instruction, and doctrine. That's why we need to know the doctrine. There is only one God, all right? In the Torah, there's only one God. The, the Torah tells the, the Jewish people. That's why they only worship him. They don't worship any other God, which is termed idols. Okay? So all are instructions, teachings from God to tell man that has been fallen about who he is. Okay. The righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and thy law or Torah. So it's good that we also look into the Hebrew to find out actually what is that word that was translated law. Okay? And don't misunderstand it. It's the truth. So Jesus didn't come. He said, I didn't come to abolish. I came to fulfill the law. So that today, the law, or which is the Torah, which is God's instructions, God's teachings, can be in the new covenant. Where is the Torah written? Ah, supposed to be written in the heart. So that's why you have to put God's word inside where? <laughs> yeah. So if you have hate knowledge, okay, the hate knowledge is the Torah is in my heart. But is it there? It's not there because you didn't meditate. You didn't hear. Okay, but through the teachings, you heard a little bit. So it's not that. Uh, so you can see that all, all the time through uh, Saturday, Sunday, all that I teach you all, you all did retain. So you have certain uh, amount of Torah or God's word inside you through just listening to the teaching and preaching. Okay? And there you, you already attain a certain level of spiritual growth just by listening to sermon. But you can have more. So when I ask you all to meditate and confess, it's not that you totally don't have God's word. That's why you can have already some, your, some of you are experiencing miracles and so forth just by hearing Saturday and Sunday. So sermon already got a certain percentage of uh, uh, manifestation. But what more if you also continue further, dig more into the word of God from Monday to Friday. More of God's word, more of Torah, more of the covenant. Then you put more inside your heart. What happened? You will be a walking Bible. <laughs> you will be like Jesus. Okay? So not just, and you'll be able to teach others, to train others as well. Okay? So the purpose is not just, yes, all of you already experiencing new life in a bit, a bit, a bit. Okay? But you can have more to train others. That is Paul bringing up a Timothy where he told Timothy, right? All the, uh, what to do, train as a soldier, as a farmer. Okay, so it is not just we eat, we eat the bread, we eat the new life, okay? Then 
we get blessed. But where are the ones who will go out and teach others too? Okay, so that will need a little bit extra, just not just from the sermon, but also on your own, okay, to go further and become a man or woman of God who can teach others and train others and lead others as well into the truth, okay? The truth, because today there's so much lies and half-truth around. Okay, so truth. All right, so this picture will help you see the letters clearly. Aleph, Mem, and Kaf. It's Amet, okay, either E-M-E-T or E-M-E-T-H. Okay, and it means faithfulness, reliability, sure. The Torah is the truth. That means it's faithful, okay? Truth is faithful, it's reliable. A lie is not reliable, correct? You go and listen to lies. <laughs> Can rely or not? You're also not sure. That's called rumors. All right and lies and half truth, but the real truth is reliable because this is the truth and nothing but the truth. So it cannot change. Okay, it's uh it's a, a divine instruction, a body of ethical knowledge is the truth, is trustworthy. So why we cannot trust God? Because we don't believe the word is true, right? Jesus said, I will take care of you, I will take care of your tomorrow. And then you say, Amen. And then you go back home and then you worry about tomorrow. That means you don't believe that that is the truth. This is the truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. So the truth is someone or something that you can believe in. And it is sure and re reliable. When Jesus promises, he said, all my promises are yes and amen. That's the truth. That means what he say is the truth. What the devil say is the lie. But the thing is, the devil don't come to you in a man with two horns. He come to you in other books. <laughs> he come to you in uh, your thoughts, okay? In other people's uh, teachings or uh, philosophy, okay? And tell you this is the truth. You better take care of yourself. No one is going to take care of you. Ah, sounds very real, right? And you teach your children like that also. But what does God say? God says you have a daddy God, I will take care of you. See how we are stuck there, even though we have God's word, we still don't believe in that because we have been stuck from what mommy, daddy said and all the uh, teachers all say. Not to say we are lazy or what, but we've missed out that we have a daddy God. We have a heavenly father and that is the truth. That is the main thing the devil doesn't want anyone to rely upon. That's why truth is reliable. right? If you have the truth, then you're able to not worry about tomorrow. But if you don't, it's still half true. You're still worrying. Still worry about your children. Still worry about this. Still worry about that. Okay? And cannot really rely on God. He says something. Even he say give or tithe or whatever. We're so scared because we don't, haven't got this truth. And then the, what, what does the word God say? A truth. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Free from what? If we think free, free, we, we quote that verse like have no meaning. Free from what? Free from fear. Fear brings no faith. But in the in the realm of the spirit, it's all about faith. Right? Because trusting God is having faith in something that your physical eyes cannot see, your five senses cannot feel it. And that is only truth can bring about faith. Faith is the substance, 
the substance, that means got substance one. Okay, there is something that you can believe in, which is the word, God's word. Okay, so if you don't have God's word, that's why our faith is one day up, one day down, and then we are not able to fully rely or trust God. You say, very hard to trust God. Lah. <laughs> why very hard? Leh? Because you don't have substance. You think that trusting God is like so scary, you know? God is somewhere up there flying around with the angels and I can't see him. How am I going to trust him? All right? So, it is not somewhere up there flying. He is in the word. If you have the word, you eat the word, you meditate the word, that is what you rely on. It is written. Jesus said, it is written. Okay? So, when the, the thoughts come, because this is very important. If you don't get this, right, we will always be insecure. You always don't know whether I can trust God or not. Don't know whether I can trust God or not. Alright? And God doesn't want us to live like that. Okay? So, only why we, we have this thought is from the lies of the devil so that we will be not stable in our walk with the Lord. Okay? And we cannot fully trust Him. Then we will stop. Our spiritual growth will stop halfway. Okay? But when a man or woman who trusts God Meaning what? Trust God, meaning you trust what He say. Alright? And you, first, before you can trust what He say, you need to know what He is saying. <laughs> okay? If I say, I want to trust God, but I don't know what He's saying. Then you're only leaning towards what the devil is saying or what this world is saying. That's why Jesus said, why to, to his disciples, why you have little faith, right? They were in a storm. And then he was Jesus was sleeping, right? Then the disciples say, Oh, Master, don't you care that we are going to perish? Sounds like us, right? <laughs> when God problem, Oh, God, you don't care, man. You don't know what's going to happen to us. Then what did Jesus say? Oh, you of little faith. Oh, you of little faith. Right? And Jesus actually all the time already teaching them, teaching them, right? So we need the word. Of God, Jesus talking to us through the word, the truth, and also we need the Holy Spirit to bring this truth to us, to give us the ayin and insight so that we can trust God. So in this whole Christian life, if we don't have the truth and we don't trust God, then might as well go and follow any other religion. Yeah, because all religion give you philosophy, do right or do wrong. But what we have is a God that can never fail. All right, and we have the word of truth that separate you as a believer from the non-believer. The non-believer don't have the truth. Okay, what we had, what they have, is what Eve had <laughs> in the Garden of Eden when she succumbed to the serpent, because she was not fully relying on God. She didn't hear properly. It was the husband who heard from God. Isn't it? That's why the serpent can tell her, did God say? Did God say? So if today we are going through our Christian walk with the thoughts, God say, did God say this? What God say? Eh? <laughs> That's why we become wishy-washy, unstable. And when we have God's word, we won't be like Eve. Okay? And we are, won't be deceived. Deception is just half-truth like that. It's not full, full lie, you know already. Okay? 
but half true very hard to differentiate only those who know the truth can differentiate a half truth from a lie or rather from the truth okay so if you don't uh, put yourself put the truth inside you very easily deceived by the devil using people outside or what we have acquired from the world the knowledge that we acquired from the world okay so torah is mostly translated as law but actually means so remember we have the translation only means direction okay torah actually means direction important to have direction in life or not <laughs> first thing we don't know the first indication of a person have no direction is don't even know there's a life after death right the eternal where they are going don't know just born on this earth live go go study get a degree go to uh, marry get a job a children and then maybe uh, die lah. but that one so far away so the person has no direction that's why jesus said the holy spirit will come and he will guide us guiding has to do a lot with direction right you go to a place you need a tour guide you haven't been before why we in the spiritual realm we need guide we need uh, a physical guide if it's god's uh, uh teachers mentors the fivefold ministry and then we need of course more than that we need the holy spirit as the one who will guide us through the word and we need the the word which is god's truth okay the holy spirit will guide us so it's all about the Torah is all about direction. In our life, it's all about direction, right? We go to counselors for what? To guide us, what course to take and all that so that we can go in a certain direction that supposedly bring you prosperity, bring you success. But it's actually what's happening in the world is the blind leading the blind, all right? Because the blind doesn't cannot see the truth, cannot see the way, all right? Jesus said, I am the way. Who is the way? First, we need the way first. Then only we need the truth. So after we get the way, which way to go? Right? Have you ever been lost before? Yeah, which way? Should I go left? Should I go right? Should I go front? Should I go back? So only the Jesus can tell us which how to get the way into eternal life. Not only after death, but on this earth as well. And then the truth will guide us more clearly in actually where you are supposed to go in your life, what you're supposed to do, all that has to do with direction, correct? Yeah. It's the compass. All right, the GPS. Okay, so the Word and the Holy Spirit, in the Word is the Torah plus the New Covenant, okay, and the Holy Spirit. So without these two, what happened to you? You are like a blind person in the spirit realm. Don't know where to go one. People lost, they ask you, which way should I go? Huh? It's just like, you know, when you're at a shopping mall and then somebody who is lost come and ask you, I want to go to that place. Where is the, can you give me direction? Then he said, oh, I also knew. Huh? I also first time come to this mall. <laughs> so you don't know? I also don't know. Okay. So are these the answers we are going to give to the lost in this world? When they come to you for direction, or we go to them to help them Oh, we are also the lost. <laughs> I also knew, uh, I also just become a Christian. I also don't know. Uh. Ah, so that's why all the teaching, learning is for you not to become 
a lost one. All right, but you have direction so people can come to you when they see this person. Ah, they can say, okay, this, this person, okay, knows her direction in life. It's very clear about her direction. So they can come to you. So if they see, you also not very clear one. One day, you are in the church. Next day, you are not. <laughs> one day, you are studying Bible. Next day, you are not. Then how to lead them? If you are a sheep also, you're scared to have a shepherd like that, right? One day like this, next day like that. One day say yes, next day, you know, wavering one. Not clear. No direction. Don't know where uh, you are going to. Okay? Where we are going to must be clear. First, from the headquarters. And then, the whoever must uh, is the is the pastor or the senior pastor must have direction to lead the sheep and then later on the sheep will lead other sheep okay so very important the word okay first of all is the one that gives us direction to where to a destination so where is our destination physical destination is heaven but on this earth what is our spiritual destination we learn from the letter cool is to draw to go into the holy of holies to draw near to god to serve him so that we know that there's no other purpose in life except serving our lord jesus that is the destination to grow into a mature man all right the fivefold ministry in ephesians right what paul say is that he may grow everyone in the church to become a man of god to be a man like christ a mature man not a baby anymore or even a toddler or teenager a mature man who will be able to teach others that's in timothy all right train train those people paul says to timothy the young pastor train those who will be able to train others commit the word of god to those who are able to commit to others see so this is what i'm doing with every one of you so that everyone can be trained all right, to go to a, know where your destination is, to grow to maturity, to go preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. That's your spiritual destination, to become a mature man, have the thinking of God, the fruits of the spirit, instead of still be, the works of the flesh manifesting. Okay, but we, it's not an instant, it's a process, okay, of of learning the Torah and letting God teach and direct. Torah comes from the word, uh, root word, yara, that means to flow like water, to teach or a teacher, to direct an archer, to shoot. Okay, so this is what the word of God will teach us. All right, to flow like a river, right? We flow in every aspect of our life, no more by Wow, so difficult one. Uh. I feel so stressed. No, the Torah will give us the instructions, the teaching of God, or rather the word of God, that we can rest in Him and we can have the fruits manifested, fruits of the Spirit manifested in our lives. When you remove the letter He, it becomes Tor, tor or Tor, meaning border, to turn a row to be excellent. To seek or spy out turtle dove bullock. When you read talk tear from it becomes the name Ruth. Ah, Ruth, are you still there? And who was the wife of Boaz? This is a very interesting uh revelation here. 
which means friend. So the, the, the name of Ru in the Hebrew has a resh, a vav, and a taf. Okay, at the end. Ruth comes out from the word ru'ah, that means pastor, companion, or shepherd. Okay, Boaz is a picture of Messiah, and his name has a zayin on the left and reach down to, into the physical, giving access to the ayin, the fountain of light that connects back to the spiritual house. So remember, our whole journey on this earth, why we were born, and are left to tough. It's all about the spiritual realm. God from the spiritual coming to man to bring us from the physical who because of sin and death, spiritual death, are blinded to bring us back to the spiritual realm which we belong. Okay, that's why the first session that I teach in spirit man development is about born again born from above, your spirit man born from above. And that will continually be a revelation, all true. And that's why all the letters show that we are from above, 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 the will within the will, the spiritual life. Because one minute you not hear the word of God about your spiritual life, your spiritual uh, birth, your spiritual where you came from, you go back into the physical again already. Right? Imagine. Two days, ten days, you know, you don't come anymore for uh, uh, class for, for these sessions. Slowly, you go back into the physical realm already. Right? That's what the, the Old Testament call backslided. Now. But it's just meaning that you lost sight of your spiritual ex, uh, realm, of your, who you are in the spirit. And you go back into being ruled by the five senses, ruled by the works of the flesh, your old man that's supposed to die or rather have, supposed to have died. So Boaz is a picture of Messiah, all right? Reaching down to us. It's a picture of Christ. Into go come into the physical to bring us back into the spiritual. You think so hard every day, the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? Jesus trying to bring each one of you, right? To do meditation. <laughs> because, oh, you're so in the physical room by the body that is lazy. <laughs> Want to speak also lazy. <laughs> Make a sound also lazy, right? The flesh says, wow, no need that. Okay. So that is to bring to discipline the body so that your spirit can be stronger than your body. Okay. So this is ongoing. Otherwise, we are all the time dragged into by our five senses and living in the physical realm, thinking opposite to what God thinks. <clears throat> so, so Boaz is one of the names of the pillars to the entrance of the temple in the uh, Jewish temple. The other pillar's name is Yakin, the right hand pillar. He will establish and Boaz, the left-hand pillar, means strength. Jesus, basically, is Jesus. But you can, the thing is, you can see the Jesus, Jesus in the, the letters, the Hebrew letters, as uh, Zion inside Boaz. Jesus coming down. Okay? So now, this is super interesting. I like this revelation. Writing the Torah on the heart. 
Jeremiah 31, 33, Yahweh's spirit will write his commandments on the hearts of men. Okay, this has happened after Jesus come. Okay, that uh, today the Torah is can now no more written on tablets of stone, but God intended the law, the, the directions, the instructions to be written in our heart. But remember, all of us, when you got born again, it's supposed to, God's word is supposed to be written here. But if we don't meditate, we don't hear sermons, we don't hear the right teaching, nothing is there. <laughs> it's supposed to be there. Okay? And it can be there if we just do very simple uh, things like listening to sermons and also because it's listening. All right? Faith comes. Also on your own, your own meditation. Eat. Meditate means haga. Talk. Okay, speak it out so that you can now have this Torah, God's word, right in your heart. Then only it can come out from your mouth. Right where? In the heart or in the head? <laughs> yeah, in the heart. Okay, so the heart, the heart has a different way of studying God's word. The head has a different way. You go to school, you use the head to study, and then after your 20, uh, how many, 11 or 12 years of studying, you give back most of it, 50% to the teacher because you are just using the head. Okay, some have good memory but still cannot last forever. Okay, but the heart, the heart learning is different. Okay, and what more when God says is learning God's word. Okay, learning God's word. So how does the this happen? What we saw from the previous study, the letter Shin, is inside the heart. So you remember, can you see the letter sheen there? All right. It's already written inside the, the heart or the physical heart. And when you place the commandments of Torah on the heart, put sheen inside, it provides all the letters that contains two women. So this is a, a revelation from this particular rabbi and I find it very interesting. Okay, There are a lot, but some I take it out. Ruth and Sarah. There are two names inside here, the Torah, the two Hebrew the names of two Hebrew women, Ruth and Sarah. So Sarah is actually the, uh, the resh, the shin, the resh, and the hay, correct? Anointed woman. And then Ruth is the resh, the bath, and the tav. So when you put Torah together, it is this without the, the shin, is these two names. Sarah, uh, sorry, with the shin. Okay, add in. You put in Sarah, you add in the shin. Sarah indicated the first part of the marriage, the betrothal. Betroth betroth shin of fire or mountain or the head, Pentecost. Ruth symbolized the second part of the marriage, the Yom Tira or the Feast of Trumpets. She is the companion and wife of the groom, Messiah Yeshua. Can you see that? so interesting, right? The, the difference between Sarah and Ruth is the letter Vav. Six and hey. So Vav is in the letter of Ruth's name. And then hey is in the letter of Sarah's name. It is like counting from five and six, which leads to seven. And it's a seven millennium or seven day rest. So we have Shin comes first and then tough, right? 
last week, the last, second last letter is Shin. So you can see when Shin and Tav, the last two letters, and then you have the number numerical or gamatria is five, uh, six, five and six, and then you have seven, the day of rest. So looking at the word Torah creates a picture of the bride with the Shin, the covenant in the heart, but now have the Tav and Vav on her head. That means the sign or mark on the head. What is also interesting, as we compare the names, Sarah contains the letter Shin, Ruth contains the letter Tav, two consecutive letters of the alphabet. And combining these two letters, Shin and Tav makes the word Shai or six, and the third son of Adam, which is, uh, what is it? What is it? Seth. And when you add the letter hey, it makes the word shatha, which means banquet or the wedding feast. This confirms the number seven as well as the betrothal confirming the bride and then the wife. So you have Sarah, Ruth, the Rash, then the Shin, Sarah, and then we come to the Taf, where we will have the covenant. We enter into the marriage covenant with Jesus and we belong to Jesus forever from the, uh, the, the bride okay, to the wife. All right, and we go up at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Right? That is the banquet to celebrate Jesus and his bride, all of us. So beautiful. You can see the Hebrew letters here. So the three doorways, Tav, Het, Hey. Tav is the one of three letters that looks similar that represent one of the three doorways or entry points. Hey is another doorway. So even the picture itself, you can see, all right? Then you have Het and you have Tav. The first doorway is the letter Hey, representing the sound of breath or Ru'ak. Yahweh's life-giving spirit. Hey also represents light or truth. Hey, okay? So you get into the spiritual realm. The first one is just Jesus as the door, okay? But this one, you're already entering in. When the spirit comes upon you, all right, or you've been born again, you've got breathed his spirit upon you. And there you enter in the spiritual realm. The second letter, a second doorway is the letter head, representing the sign of blood on the door that allows Yahweh's people to be protected against judgment, leading to life, also the meaning of the letter head. Head is the new life, right? The third and last doorway is the letter taf. Taf means the mark or the sign, symbolize the cross or the stake or the death, as well as the yoke pulled by the oxen or alep. When you look at these letters in their sequence, it seems to be the wrong way around. It should be the tough first, the care, the uh, head, death passed you over into life, and lastly, the hay or the spirit, the sign of the covenant engagement ring. This is the case when you approach to our left path from the left, from the physical side to the spiritual. All right. So the three gatekeepers. This is just an interesting revelation here. Shin, so you have three doors, okay? The uh, uh, Taf, Het, and He, or He, Het, and Taf, okay? Shin, the fire, 
flaming together with the Zion. Sword represent the angel with the flaming sword guarding the Garden of Eden, first restored state. So when um, Adam and Eve, they sinned, they had to have a sword, right? God, angel of, uh, with a sword to chase them out of the Garden of Eden. Today, because of Jesus coming down, we can now enter the Garden of Eden in the spiritual first. First, the door has been opened, right? They locked the door, right? God had to lock the Garden of Eden, which is the meaning of a life of pleasure and not pressure. Eden means pleasure in the Hebrew, okay? So, man, no more having pleasure because of sin was chased out. And then they have to have stress. Opposite of pleasure is stress. <laughs> okay, so today we have been redeemed from stress. We have entered through the door, okay, into the, through the shin, Jesus, Yeshua, the fire of God, and the Zayin, the sword now removed so that we can, a uh, different sword, all right? Jesus came, bring the word down from heaven. Now we can, Go back into the Garden of Eden. Okay, so there was a, a Zion there. Then Shin represents the Yahweh's spirit, which is the anointing, the tongues of fire of Shavuot or Pentecost, as well as the fiery crown of Sarah. Zion represents the spine that upholds the body. So you learn that a bit, right? It's like the all spinal cord. God's uh, the Zayin, to make the body righteous. Israel is the righteous people of Elohim. So now we can all stand straight. <clears throat> so it guards the, the head, the new life. Without being made righteous, we cannot enter. So Zayin have to come and make us righteous. Now we can enter through the, the doorway of head to get into the new life. Zayin also represents double-edged sword that cuts inwards, split bone and marrow, repair the blood, the life essence, as well as cut outwards, defend against the enemy. Okay, so when we have God's word, it's like a sword, okay, that cut. Dalet represents the door of the one who stands guard at the door of the judge, who only allows those in who have received Yahweh's spirit his breath or the ark of life. So that's why the Bible says that those, when they enter in heaven, there is a door. <laughs> okay, There is a door there. Not everyone can enter through that door. Only those who have the mark <laughs> of Yahweh. Okay, That's why, uh, remember, when Jesus talked to the uh, disciples and he gave them authority to cast out devils and heal the sick and do miracles and they went out and they did all this and they came back and they were very excited telling Jesus that you know the, uh, they, uh, the, they, they were able to cast out demons and heal the sick and so forth and Jesus said yes but rejoice not because of all this rejoice that your names are written in heaven okay which is actually meaning they already have a mark there that can that they can enter heaven, right? So first, you go to any event, you you must be registered there first, right? <laughs> Those of you have been to event, so they have someone at the door there. They will look for your name <laughs> first. They look for your name. So when you receive Jesus, there is a name registered in heaven, written in heaven. So if your name is written in the book of life, then the next is the the tag, 
<laughs> the mark of Yahweh. Okay, that's why you have a tag. Then you say, okay, now you, tag means paid already. <laughs> so we have a tag that Jesus paid for you to enter heaven. Okay, the price of his blood. That is the mark, the tar at the cross where God, Jesus shed his blood. So that is your mark. Okay, so that is your tag. Now you can, they will open the door for you <laughs> to enter. So, okay, so that is the, the, the part where we, we finally can uh, go into heaven. But here, this is the spiritual doors that you can enter in. To access the spiritual realm. Okay with the spirit of God. Okay, the three doorways or gates. So the three doorways or gates into the tabernacle. So this is not doctrine, right? It's just revelation. All right. Hey, one gate entrance into the outer court. This is where the altar is where you receive the blood required to enter the head. The blood of doppels that allows you into the holy place. So interesting. So remember the all the letters, you, you progress, all right? From the outer court, because we were all out until our left come, right? And then the bed came, and then go to inner court, the holy place, and then the holy of holies. So from the outer court, it's like the hay. First, you all need to be born again, okay? God has to breathe his spirit into each one of us. Without that one, no born again, we are still stuck at the judgment door. <laughs> okay so cannot enter jesus must receive jesus first <clears throat> then you have the blood then head is the second gate entrance into the holy place representing man's soul and spirit the gate is guarded by the zayin represent the mind of man this is also quite interesting two piles of showbread that represent the mind of man right brain the emotion and left brain, the decisions of the logical, both governed by the word of Yahweh, which is the showbread. So if we don't have God's word, eat God's word, bread, bread is to be, to be how, how do you take the bread, the nutrition of the bread into your body? Eat, ah? <laughs> yes, you have to eat it. Okay, you not look at it. Eat it, okay? Chew it, digest it, okay? So that's why Jesus said what? Except a man eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, he shall have no part with me, right? So you need to eat him. How to eat Jesus? That's why after that, a lot of the disciples left him in John chapter 6. Then the rest who stayed on, they are the ones who followed him, right? Jesus said, you need to eat my word. Makan, chew it. Eat Jesus today, they thought, wow, we become, you know, eat physical body of Jesus. No, eat his word. That's why the symbolism of communion is eating the bread. It means you eat the word every day, eat every day, chew on Jesus, chew on his word. Okay, and that's when you receive life. Okay. So the menorah represents the place where the spirit is at work. <clears throat> writing the commandments on the hearts. So the light, the menorah represents the, the seven uh, spirits of the Holy Spirit. All right, spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, spirit of the fear of the Lord, okay, the spirit of counsel. Okay, the, the, it's all about light. The Holy Spirit gives us the light so that we can see, okay, <clears throat> and 
the commandments inside our hearts, bring it to right. Okay. The golden altar is the closest to the presence of Yahweh and represents the mouth, the prayer, the breath, the words of Ruach. So remember uh, last week, I think we talked about the mouth-to-mouth, uh, -mouth, or is it during the devotion? Yeah. When we go into the Holy of Holies, you are so intimate with the Lord, so close to Him. So that is where you are able to, you representing now the mouth, you will speak what God says. All right, what he has put inside the heart, the, the directions, the instructions, the teachings of God are now, you eat every day the bread until it is inside you. And now it has been digested and bring nutrition to you, health to you, and then you can bring it out all right, and speak to others from the spirit. Okay. Four layers, quickly go through this. Creation, okay, so you have uh, a left to tough again. First one, the first level, okay, the ground, the physical, which is ground associated with tough or death, underworld, the physical world. And then you have mayim, water, associated with man or life, that is the fallen world. Shamayin. In, in this, the physical world, right? You have the that's why just, uh, when there are different levels, Paul says uh, he was taken to the third heaven and so forth. We won't go into detail, okay? Uh, Shin, the fire added to life to create or elevate the higher life. The word picture of Yahshua walking on water. So, in the physical, also demonstrate, all right, the spiritual levels where Jesus. Walk on water is a picture of the anointed one living in the fallen world at a higher elevated state, not affected by it. That's why it is not necessary for every believer to walk on water. It's a significance. Jesus came, he has to manifest himself in all different aspects to show that he is the Lord of everything on this earth, the Lord of nature, the laws of nature. That's why he walked on water, he still the storm. Right, that he is the creator, demonstrating that he is the creator. No other man did what Jesus did. Okay, heal the sick and all that. Okay, provided the money from the uh, the fish. So he is Lord of creation, the laws of nature. He is Lord of uh, provision, right? Of money, all demonstrated by one person, Jesus Christ, because he came from. He is God Himself. So Mayim, the water. There's the higher level, Ru'ak, the, uh, the spirit of God, the restored state, final elevation, which is the rapture. So from this different world, so even at the rapture, Paul says that what? The dead in Christ shall rise first. So those in the lower level go up first. Then after that, those who are still living on this earth. Okay, so all these are the uh, levels on this earth. Yahweh chose to use two mediums to communicate and interact with men, sound and light. That's why we need to meditate, right? Why we need to hear the word, okay? Sound and light, kuf, right? Voice and light is the kuf and the lamet. So uh, a little recap, right, of what we went through. In order to communicate with men, for men to reach that level where God is, okay? 
technically on the spot, they have a new spirit man that can do all these things, but don't have the word yet, don't have insight. So we have to go by eating the bread, the show bread, which is uh, Jesus, the word. We go from one letter to another, one level closer to the Lord. Yeah. <clears throat> Therefore, you begin to, uh, when you, you get go into spiritual realm, Closer, it's not just anymore, just as the feelings, right? But it is you begin to think like him, you talk like him, you act like him. Okay, that means you become going to deeper into the holy of holies. You come up, you smell like him. <laughs> That's why they have the aroma. Okay, so Yahweh reach out into the physical through the medium of time using his right arm, Messiah, and his right hand, the spirit. Light, see the physical world, Messiah express himself through light, living and visually express character, Yahweh's character in the physical. This was written down after his ascension and the word contains the words describing these events. So we read his word through the spirit. That's when we come to the word, you need to read his word through the spirit. Don't just jump into the word like you that you go to uh, learning science or mathematics or have more, uh, what is that, general knowledge, geography, history. When you, when you study all this, do you need the Holy Spirit? <laughs> I mean, when we just study, we just study, right? Using the brain, okay? But God's word is different. God's word is spirit. So only spirit can bring spirit, all right? Understanding to our spirit. So we need Holy Spirit. It's not just saying the words, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, help me understand. But really, really linking yourself to Holy Spirit, talking to him and say, Holy Spirit, help me understand. Open my eyes, my spiritual eyes, that when I read the word, I can have revelation. Okay, understanding. So only the writer, the author of the Bible can tell you what the author meant when he wrote that sentence. Otherwise, we will misinterpret everything. That's why you have a lot of false teachers, false doctrine. Why? All right, they interpret themselves. Okay, so we need the author of the Bible to help us interpret the Bible. Also, as a student of the word, we use scripture to interpret scripture. All right, you not use other things to interpret. Okay, so um, sound, so you have light, you have sound. Two things that God uses to communicate with man, right? Light and sound. God spoke, so that's why the word must be not depart from your mouth, all right? God's word. Sound relate, you, when we hear the word of God, we can understand God, all right? We draw nearer to God. That's why you listen to sermon and you have, that's what we call faith, but actually it means that it has drawn you nearer to God to help you understand God. And light, illumination of the Holy Spirit cause you to see and understand. <clears throat> so when Yeshua left, Yahweh pulled back his arm, put his hand, will still with us in the lower medium of the physical. Yahweh speaks to his people through a still small voice, right? That is God. So that is the uh, experience of uh, Elijah. 
where God spoke to him in the still small voice within him. From within, for those who are anointed and have received his spirit. At Pentecost or Shavuot, who elevated man first to Sarah's state. So for Elijah's case, he can have God speak to still small voice because that time there's no Bible except the, of course, they had the, the Torah, right? And so today, if you don't read the Torah or read the Bible, it's very dangerous for a man or woman to claim that God speak to him still small voice. <laughs> okay, very dangerous. It can become a cult. So many cults came about through pastors who beginning, all right, uh, walk with God and then God gave them the gifts and the miracles and then they put aside God's word and then they start listening to so-called God or still small voice and they start to come up with different doctrines. Okay, so if you don't have the word god's word inside be very careful <laughs> okay don't say okay god spoke to elijah last time still small voice so i also got here still small voice remember any voice that you hear that has uh instruction or what that is not according to god's word is not from god okay because god will not go against his already written will written uh instructions directions all already written down for man Okay, so where now? Yahweh speaks uh, Shin, Pentecost, elevated man first to Sarah's state and then to Ruth. Uh, completing the marriage covenant, making us one with him. They cut in a final restored state. This is the highest state of unity or the Aleph state. We need to be one with God. Yeah? Light shines from above and darkness exists in the waters below. Okay, carry the cross. So those, because it's the, also the tough, right? <clears throat> Between the two ox, oxen. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. The cross, as we learn, is represented by the letter tough, which symbolizes death. Death to self. Okay, to our own ego, to our own pride, to our own self, basically, or the old man as well as to carry something that performs work, like a yoke pull between two oxen. So this is the application now into our lives, if we choose to and understand this. Aleph means the ox, right? We also did that last Sunday. Placing the yoke or the tar and on the Aleph, on the ox, the Aleph, represent Messiah, Yeshua, the one who performed the groundbreaking work to make the, make, the collective attempt, pulling a yoke with you, performing similar work to allow his seed to be sown in the hearts of men, breaking the heart surface. So it is God who plow our heart through the work. All right. So it's not me. Oh, okay, I have I decide to follow Jesus, and then oh, so suffering one. You know, every day you uh, you tell everyone how suffering I am to follow Jesus. <laughs> it's not like that. It's a joy to serve the Lord because. Or when we decide, okay, I want to carry my cross. So you don't put the, you know, you say, okay, I choose to follow Jesus. I want to carry my cross. But don't put that onto other people. They carry their own cross. Okay. But they say, oh, no, I follow Jesus. You also must follow. I do this for God. You also must do. I give up everything. You also must give up. No, Jesus, but Jesus just say, you want to come after me? Then deny yourself and follow me. 
Okay, but the thing is, in the new covenant, Jesus make it easier. That's why Jesus said, "My yoke is easy, my burden is light." All right, whereby if we today born again from above, we say, "Okay, Lord, I will carry my cross. I will die to myself. No need to all the time, you know, think about that." But you just realize that there is an old self and want to deny that self. When it comes out, sometimes it come out. Okay, don't dig it out. <laughs> all right. So if it comes out, that means when you are making a decision, all right, between spirit and self, something that God speak to you, ask you to do, and then the self don't want to do. Ah, uh, that is the time you carry the cross. Okay, that you deny the self. Okay, and you say, Lord, I will do what you tell me to do, not what my flesh tell me. Okay, but the thing is now, it is not just one person doing. You are, you are uh, what do you call it? connected to, the, to Jesus, the Aleph now. Okay, so that is you, the one ox there, and the other is Aleph, the Taf. That means the one that has died. You see the picture? Okay, the Taf, that is you, the old man. The old man died already, but now want to serve the Lord, all right? The new man. So the new man, the new person, the new Abigail, the new Hannah, the new Rebecca, and so forth. Okay, you are already tied to the ox, Jesus. So he move, you move. That's why it says my burden is uh, my uh, my what is that? A burden is light, right? <clears throat> it is not hard one. It's not heavy. It's heavy if we alone carry all the load to ourselves. But when we put it on Jesus, you say, rest in me. All we need is a decision to follow him, put his word inside and follow him, follow his direction. And he moved, we move. And in between uh, this, this author put the word pay there. It's quite interesting. What does the connecting part of the yoke? My yoke is uh, <clears throat> the tough, right? There are not a lot of words that can be made with two tufts and a center letter. One of these words are tipe, tepe or tough, which means beating. Pe means mouth and represents words spoken. And then it's what caused Yahshua to be beaten, to suffer and die because of the message of salvation, redemption, and he is the Messiah. This is the gospel message that will cause you to be beaten, suffer, and even put to death. Tough because of your faith in Messiah Yeshua and because of the message of salvation through him, those who died because of his name will have his mark upon them and receive a great reward. Okay, so that is, it can be uh, death to self or to, to, to our uh, physical desires that are opposed to God, or it can also mean final uh, martyrdom, all right, but you will have a reward. So I like this picture, right? See, you are yoked together. That's why uh, Paul also said, in this world, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. All right? So if that means marriage, that can mean business as well. All right? When you are unequally yoked, you want to move this direction, the other person wants to move the other direction. Ah, so we, even not just Christian, someone who have the same visions, similar, you know, grace, then you, if you're not, then you want to walk, will be harder. Lah. 
Okay, but if you became a Christian after you got married or after you have entered into that business partnership, then it's different. All right, you will be more suffering, definitely. <laughs> okay, but if we are still haven't made that decision into that partnership or or, or whatever uh, or marriage or whatever, then choose wisely. Okay, most important, yoke with the Lord, and then or else there will be suffering a lot, which is not because uh Jesus wants us to suffer because we make uh unwise decision. Okay, but still God will help you out of it if you acknowledge Him. Okay, so he causes all revelations, small, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. These are for believers, and that no one may buy. Eh, sorry, this is the, the uh, Antichrist one. So in Revelations, you can see two marks, right? One is the, the word mark in the Hebrew is the word taf that we are learning, the letter taf. Okay. It is either on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that may no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the call the mark of the beast, the number of his name. And this one is the 666. Okay, but the Bible says that, or revelations tell us that for the believers, we won't go through this. The, the rapture, you'll be raptured before this happened. Because if if you are still here, we will have to take this mark. Otherwise, you cannot buy or sell. If you cannot buy or sell, you, that means eventually you will die, right? <laughs> you can't get food, okay? Unless you go hide in the mountains, okay? So, praise the Lord. But also for our believe, unbelieving friends or, or loved ones, we need to get them safe. That's why it's so urgent to preach the gospel. Because the days are coming. This is actually going to happen. Right here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast is the number of man. Six six six. Okay, bab bab bab. Yeah, we don't want to take this mark. Okay, today it will not appear. It may not come out like this. You know, uh, exactly this verse, uh, these words of the Bible, but it will come out in the chip. Okay, the chips they will embed it because of advancements of technology. So it's not that they're going to write on the head, everybody 666, <laughs> okay? but in the form of chips. Probably somewhere in the chip got the number 666 inside. But it will be embedded either in the forehead or on the hand. And we don't want this one. But once you take this mark, the Bible says that's gone forever. And then for the believers, the good news, they shall see his face, his name shall be on their foreheads. So we have, instead of the 666, we have, there's a number of the beast or antichrist, we have Yahweh's name, yud Hey bah Hey. all right, written on our foreheads, okay? So, Bah-Tah means true, means sign, seal or covenant, and life or death, okay? A seal, we have this pledge for and of an endless life. So you see the Tah, all right, it's the sign of the covenant, okay, where the blood was put on the doorposts for the Jews, for the Jews to come out from uh, Egypt into to go into the promised land. It's the pledge for what? For new life. For us, through Jesus, the endless life, either life or death. Because of him, you have 
you are who you who are not Jews heard the revelation of truth. You believe in the wonderful news of salvation, and now we have been stamped and sealed with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. All right, when we got born again, the Bible tells us that you have been sealed. That's why we cannot lose our salvation. Okay, if you have properly, person has properly uh, received the Lord. You have a stamp and a seal of the Holy Spirit. He is give, given to us like an engagement ring as the first installment of what's coming. It's our hope, promise of a future inheritance which seals us. Do you know why today all covenants in the physical world, all, right, all agreements, you have the seal, right? Red color, top that. You have company seal, we have personnel seal, right? Why? All right, that seal is your mark. Okay, and it all come up from the Bible. Sign and seal, sign, seal and delivered is a legal term. Today we are all signed in through your belief in Jesus, and then sealed. You sign in. You have registered name up there. You signed already. You agree already. Okay, when you agree, you sign right. <laughs> There's a place for you to sign. Agree or not agree to this covenant, to this agreement. Then you sign and then put the seal and then deliver. <laughs> That's it for eternity. This is our new life. And so beautiful. Experience complete freedom, all the supremacy of God. So I won't go through detail. Okay, the, the uh, you can read for yourself the eight verses that speak about Tav. Psalms of one nine, let my cry come before you. Lord, give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips shall utter praise. Thou who has taught me thy statutes. Praising the Lord. My tongue speaks of thy word. For all commandments are righteous. We discover yourself. Huh? Let thine hand help me for I have chosen your precepts. It's the end. It's the sign, seal, delivered covenant, the tab. Okay, all about finish. We are sealed. I have longed for thy salvation, and thy law is my divide. The conclusion, like that. Let my soul live, and it shall praise thee. So from death, now life to praise God. Let thy judgments help me. I've gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. Okay, so that uh, is the Psalms. Jesus said, I am the way. Way in Hebrew is direct. Okay. And the truth. So the way into God's life, into the spiritual life, into God, to heaven. And then the truth. So after the way, many people don't go into the truth. <laughs> many believers. They got the way already. Masuk. Then after that, all haywire. <laughs> because don't have the truth. So they knock here, knock there, bang here, bang there. Because only the truth will set you free. So you don't have to bang here, bang there. You can go straight and enjoy Eden, the life of pleasure, when you learn the truth. And then if you have the truth, you will have a life. <laughs> okay? You will know what is good, what is not good, what to do, the direction. Then you enter, you eat the fruits. Okay, They tell you, okay, this fruit can eat, that fruit cannot eat, and so forth. All right? Then the new life that is in you. So you have Jesus, all right, as the uh, Aleph and the Taf, the ox, the strength of God, and the cross, which is the covenant or the mark on the sign 
for each one of us that we have now new life and that now we are washed by the blood. We can, every one of us can enter into the whole cycle. Again, start with Aleph until that. All right. It is finished, the cross. Looking unto Jesus. So the, what do we do? Okay. Hebrews 12, 2 says that looking unto Jesus. All right. The author and finisher of our faith. So we look at Jesus, which is also the person of Jesus, okay, who died for us. At the same time, Jesus today is the word to us, all right, the living word. So it's not just the physical Bible, all right, it's the, the word inside the Bible that has been made alive, that we put inside our heart. Who for the joy that was set, author and finisher is Aleph and Tafla, the beginning and the end. Who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. So you don't have to be scared of the future because the future is in Taf, is in Christ, is in Aleph. And the future is good. Despising the shame that has and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Someone, where is Jesus? That's the future, right? Our future is at the right hand of the Father with Jesus. Why are we so fearful? <laughs> okay, this life will pass, but where you're going to sit after this life is very important. <laughs> okay, we are going to sit with the Jesus, right? The Bible says so. When you look at Jesus, look at him as the Aleph and the town, the beginning of everything and the end, he holds the end. Okay, so this is the last slide. To keep spiritually fit, eat Torah. <laughs> okay, Torah today means, to me, it just means the bread of life, Jesus. All right, all the instructions. Eat this book. Okay, don't go and bake it, but eat it. <laughs> okay, put the Torah, God's word inside your life. It will mark the beginning of your life. It will give you the wisdom, the understanding to go into the Holy of Holies, walk with God so that your life begin on the right track and end at the right place, at the right destination. <laughs> if not, you end wrong place. No doubt, you all go heaven, but on this earth, round and round the merry-go-round. Okay, God wants us in the Garden of Eden, in the life of pleasure. Right, and so he gave us all the instructions. All right, Jesus has given you the seal, the mark. We all have the Holy Spirit that you cannot come up from that hand of God already. Remember the two youth holding the vow. That's another revelation there. So all we need to do is it is finished. That's why Jesus said it is finished. Okay, but how to walk in this life? Eat Torah, eat God's word day and night. And keep on listening. Keep on listening to God's word. The, the word of truth, right? God's word can be deceptive. When certain people control people through using God's word. All right? So if you know the truth, you can discern. Is that person speaking God's word to control me? Or is he speaking God's word purely? There's no, uh, no hidden agenda. Purity, right? That, the pure word of God that will feed the sheep, feed the lambs, and train the, the people to grow and feed others and shepherd others. Yeah, when you have the truth, then you're able to discern half truth or lies. Amen. And every one of you can grow to be someone who can lead others to enter all the doorways into the spiritual realm and walk with God until Jesus comes and takes us. At the rapture. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord.